Manly Truths, Movie Views, and Peaches Abused. Coming up today on The Point. Hello and welcome to The Point, the only talk show bringing gay and straight men together to see what happens. Hello, everybody. Hello. 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 Uh, today, things are a, a little mixed up. We've got uh, Zaid uh, away because he's shooting a movie. Ooh. Okay, I'm ready to go, Zaid. Zaid be away, I guess. <laughs> and Doug is away because, you know, he chose vacationing with his family over us. <laughs> Loser. How rude. <laughs> the worst. But she is so big that she can take the place of two people. <laughs> Me or my tits? Both. Both. All, All three of you. <laughs> Ms. Fatality. Welcome back. Welcome Thank back. You. We haven't we haven't seen you in uh, season two. Yeah, what have you been up to? Working full time, not doing this, but doing other stuff. Okay, but keeping busy. Oh yeah, God yeah. Keeping busy. Always busy. And you look fabulous. Super yeah. elegant. I love the necklace. Just walk out of bed. Yeah, just like that. Woke just. up like this. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. Okay, well we're good to go. So let's get into it. Talking point number one in the crosshairs. Okay, so um, actor and comedian Michael Ian Black wrote an op-ed in the New York Times. Uh, that has caused much discussion. It's called The Boys Are Not All Right. The um, thesis of the piece is that um, boys are growing up in toxic masculinity and that is helping to create a culture that leads to things like the, the school shootings, like in Parkland, Florida. Uh, he says this one line in particular, too many boys are trapped in the same suffocating, outdated model of masculinity where manhood is measured in strength, where there is no way to be vulnerable without being emasculated, where manliness is about having power over others. They are trapped and they don't even have the language to talk about how they feel about being trapped because the language that exists to discuss the full range of human emotion is still viewed as sensitive as, as sensitive and feminine. Mm -hmm. So, and there he is. Um, if you don't know him by name, you might recognize him. Um, mm -hmm. uh, does he have a point? Absolutely. Uh, I feel like men or boys or whatever, especially myself when I was growing up, um, not, not really, my parents were really good, but uh, um, just to not really express things or to not get mad or express how you're feeling if you're feeling sad or something like that, like don't cry or like man up and stuff like that has always been a big thing. In, in my culture, like coming from a small town and stuff like that. So um, yeah, just like not really expressing how you feel. And when you bottle things up, it's horrible to do, right? Because then you exert it in other ways that might be unhealthy, like getting in fights or yeah. what have do you. you. I mean, I, I think a lot of gay men, it's easy for us to recognize that, but do you find it that straight men have a hard time? I mean, he's straight. But do you find that this is sort of like, as a straight guy, you can't say that or you can't talk about this? Well, you're not supposed to, right? And that I think that's what you're brought up with. Um, yeah. And then like the whole, 
and and we sort of touched on it like off camera earlier, but like the language is like you know grow some balls. Yeah, exactly. You know things like that. That's all very masculine and and. Portrays like a certain image that you're supposed to have as a man, right? Grow some balls, you know. Don't be a pussy. Yeah. You know, all these things point to to a very hyper masculinity. So yeah, when growing up, you know, I used to have that too. You know, you get punched, and you know, you don't don't cry, you pussy. Like mm -hmm. just things like that. So yeah, I can see that 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 would cause an issue growing yeah. up because you don't know how then to to uh, express yourself without being deemed. You know, a pussy. Exactly, and the whole and the whole like be more powerful thing or something like that is like if that does happen, if you do get punched, then you just beat them up more or something like that, or like fight back, which is like it's okay, I guess, but like there's other ways to go about it, right? Does does this um, does this have an impact then on gun culture and uh, how people view guns? I don't think so. I, I don't. I wasn't really raised with guns. Like my yeah. my my other side of my family, like my dad's side, they're hunters and stuff like that. But I mean, like they're all their things are locked up. I can up sort and whatnot, of see so. that. I can sort of see it though, because there's something, right? Like we are, are live in a country where guns aren't that prevalent, but sports are. So our outlet then becomes things like sports. Exactly. Right. But if you are in a uh, surrounded in a culture where guns is a sign of masculinity, I'm sure that's where you would go to. Right, yeah, and the bigger like, the gun. I was, I've been, never been around guns, and I like like guns. Like I don't. Yeah. Do you do you see them as? But it's tied more like to... no, like target practice, like more like a toy, obviously, mm -hmm. as opposed to like a weapon. But it's like people going axe throwing. It's a weapon, and you're going to have a good time and like throw shit at a target. Mm -hmm. So I kind of see that in the same way, but of course it's a lot worse because. In America, you can just right. you can just buy one. Yeah. Faye, I, I think you are closer to um, school age than the rest of us, <laughs> if I may put it like that. You're the youngest at the table. Yeah. Um, when you were in school, did how did you, as somebody who is, um, I mean, you play around with gender yeah. in your life. Um, how did you experience issues of masculinity and manliness as you were growing up? I guess with me, like with my mom, she always told me to be my authentic self. So it wasn't really that kind of like back and forth. I mean, with my with my dad, I didn't get to see him that much, but it was always like, oh, try to be manly. Like I couldn't get to be like, I couldn't get to play with the women, like girls in the, um, the neighborhood, I had to play with the guys. I mean, well, that just made me more gay. Like, <laughs> good, yeah, okay, I don't play with the women, I play with the guys. Um, <laughs> Touch football, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so into Let's that. wrestle. Yeah, it helped me so much in the later life. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also very conditional of like where you grow up and like your school and your friends, mm -hmm. right? Like, Wait, mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, also, see, I was actually um, in some way demasculinized more by women when I was growing up than men. Like, I was actually get, I actually got picked on more growing up by women. Hmm, really? Like, by girls, yeah, by girls in my group, I actually got more, I was more afraid. Uh, why? They were just more, they were just more like... Evil? Uh, yeah, they were just more evil, and they actually literally <laughs> would kick me. <laughs> kick me, and I had to like, yeah, they actually got violent with me, the point where we actually have, oh, really? have two girls suspended because they were bullying me. Wow. That's crazy. Do you, do you find that this is still a problem in, you know, when it comes to young, young people? Uh, today that it's still, I mean, because this comes up because of the high school That's shootings, never yes. right? Um, do you find that this is still an issue amongst millennials? In some way, I guess they're all very impressionable. Like you can say, like, like, you can't say they're doing this because of a certain thing, but I mean, like, 
Um, I, uh, I guess more about as um, as you're growing up, the um, the older people, it's a little bit looser. I feel like nowadays we're trying to be a little bit more strict. Hmm. So I guess nowadays the younger generation should be a little bit more smarter than the. The previous generation. I think it's a lot better because now everyone kind of considers themselves queer as opposed to like a specific. Yeah, like they're gay not everybody. I mean, if like we're... I've seen a lot more of kids in high school now coming out and just being okay mm. with themselves. Right, but if way. you're in the deep south, right. and, obviously, yeah. yeah I mean, it's going to be a different culture. I, I mean, I, the, the one thing that I was a little bit. I mean, I don't think Michael Ian Black is is saying that this is the only problem. Um, but I hope people don't read this as saying it is the only problem. If we if we just deal with the issue of toxic masculinity, we solve the problem. And no, there's so much um, more than that. Uh, of course. Well, um, it's definitely like mental health, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well. But I feel like bullying has also hit a new level of cyberbullying and everything. Uh, well, that, right? but you can get attacked on all angles uh, by uh, several uh, people. Trump. Can I just point out that he also said that shooters are always men. They're, you never yeah, see exactly. a woman. Yeah. Well, and what does that say? Like, that's crazy. What does yeah. that say? Um, Trump actually uh, is planning on meeting with video game executives to discuss uh, to discuss school violence yeah. because to him the problem so is violent video games. I mean, somebody somebody posted about that on my Facebook and was yeah. like, I've been playing video games forever yeah. and I've never wanted to go person. and shoot a school up. Well, like, exactly, like I play Grand Theft Auto. It's not like I'm gonna go yeah. and shoot, like, go, like, shoot drag somebody out of a car. Exactly, and, like, right? Run over a I mean, <laughs> Well, I mean, it's like, it's like, it's like, that, like that episode of Family Guy where like Peter lost his license and what Lewis does is it gives him, um, gives him Grand Theft Auto. He's like, here, play this for eight hours and you'll learn how, you'll, you'll learn how to drive. Uh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I mean, there are some people that say, uh, some uh, people in the psych psychology field who say that by using things like video games or watching movies, you can actually work out these fantasies that you may have in your head so you don't do it in real life. I, I just, I, to me, it just seems like avoiding the issue. I mean, I don't know why Australia, he's meeting with people. Austra Australia had a huge yeah. shooting in the, in the 90s. Yeah, ban they banned mm -hmm. assault weapons. And they haven't had a big mass shooting since, yeah. right? I, I mean, all of these other countries in the developed world, they have the same issues of mental health yeah. and video games, video games, Marilyn Manson, yeah, yeah, and, yeah and yet else you want to play. they don't have mass shootings. Why? Because people don't have access exactly. to these kinds of weapons. Yes, yeah. I was reading this one article, and it was. Um, there's at least 15 to 16 steps in most other countries to get any sort of gun, and the states is like, maybe a background check, get a gun. Right. Yeah. That's it. And it's maybe, easier to get maybe. a rifle than it is a handgun. A handgun, yeah. Right? It's crazy. And so that's the thing. So you can go in and, and literally just apply to get a rifle, whereas uh, a handgun, there's a waiting period, mm -hmm. which is... What uh, what's I, the logic I, I, behind that? No, I. There why is, is that a, even in their constitution? Like, I just want to know why. From the wild, wild well, west. The, the, okay, okay. <laughs> like, give We're, them bare, okay. like literal bare arms. Like, just give them bare arms, and they like can live. Like bare arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, no, this this uh, there has been. Okay, we're running out of time on this, but. The Second Amendment has been completely mis misconstrued. The Second Amendment was about having muskets to fight against. Uh, and and uh, a tyrannical government. So why right? has like that never king. been changed? Uh, the, it, it's not that the Second Amendment is a problem. It's the way people interpret the Second Amendment Absolutely. is a problem. If you want to have muskets and cannonballs to fight against a, a tyrannical monarchy, go sure, for it. Yeah. Isn't it also, you? Ha it's, it, if you read the rest of the Second Amendment, it's to bear arms 
for an organized militia. Right. Yes, it's not, oh, you, you have, you are on a no-fly list yeah. because you're a risk, and yet the Constitution says you have the right to own any gun you want. Yeah. No, right. that is not what the Second Amendment says, and I'm getting upset, so now it's time for <laughs> Tito's Midpoint. <laughs> Relax. Wow. <laughs> This week we're playing Moot Point and it's Oscars related. So I'll give you two Be because answers. Because the, the Oscars just happened. Yeah. We all just watched the Oscars. <laughs> we did. We did. Yeah, that's yeah. Congratulations to yeah, all that, the winners. The, that, yeah. that, 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 that movie, that one. Yes. Yeah, yes. That one. Yeah, Congrats. That one. And great one. That yeah. Best actor. Oh my God. So great, good. So Wonderful. Good. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wasn't he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I'll give you two answers and you have to decide between one or the other which one's moot or which one's true, okay? Got it? Absolutely. Got it. Stop looking at me, I'm, I'm gonna be okay. <laughs> You'll be okay. <laughs> of all the supporting actor and actress nominees this year, only two have previously won an Oscar. One is Christopher Plummer for his supporting role in Beginners and the other is what actress for her supporting role in a 2011 film? Was it Octavia Spencer or Mary J. Blige? Octavia, Octavia. Spencer. For what? Uh, 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 that, that the, the numbers. Uh, the help. Oh, is that help? <laughs> Which current Best Actor nominee <laughs> also appears in Lady Bird in a supporting role? Is it Timothée Chalamet or Gary Oldman? Oh, Timothée Chalamet. Okay. Sorry. Oh, wow. <laughs> Three of this year's supporting role nominees have won Emmys for supporting roles on television. Alison Janney, Laurie Metcalf, and who? Woody Harrelson or Alice Janney? Oh. Woody, Woody Harrelson. Harrelson. You said I know. <laughs> I put it in there again. <laughs> <laughs> but what did Woody Harrelson win for? For? Oh, is it a Cheers. Cheers. Oh, really? Cheers. Yeah. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> what else would he win for, really? That's not very nice. <laughs> <laughs> of the three Best Actor nominees, which previous Oscar nominations um, only... Wait, what? With previous Oscar nominations, yes, only one has won Best Supporting Actor. Who is he? Denzel Washington or Daniel Day-Lewis? Daniel Day-Lewis Day won Best. Denzel Washington? Denzel. I'm gonna say Denzel. Both of them. Oh, I was gonna oh. say, yeah, uh, trick question. Okay, because I'm pretty sure they... Yeah, they both won. Yeah. Well done. Tricked you. Yeah. Current Best Supporting Actress nominee Mary J. Blige has received an outstanding 31 Grammy nominations and nine Grammy wins throughout her career. But there is another Best Supporting Actor slash Actress nominated this year who once received a Grammy nomination. Who is it? Christopher Plummer or Sam Rockwell? Sam, Sam Rockwell. Rockwell. Christopher, Christopher Plummer. Plummer. Yeah. Sound of Music. For real? Maybe. The Nutcracker. No. Oh. Though not nominated for an Academy Award, what actor had a standout year with supporting roles in three movies nominated for Best Picture, Call Me By Your Name, The Post, and The Shape of Water? Is it Michael... Stuhlbarg or Timothy Chalamet? Uh, Michael Stuhlbarg. 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 Yeah. Yes, that's it. Right. Stuhlbarg. It was the father in Call Me By Your Name. And I want to see the, that. Is it with again? Uh, we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched, I, can, I don't think I've watched any Oscar nominated movie. Yeah, I just don't watch I watched one of them. Of the four Best Actress nominees, which previous Oscar nominations only one has won Best Supporting Actress? Who is she? Meryl Streep or Margot Robbie? Meryl Streep. For? For supporting? Or for? 
Um, uh, yes. Only one has won Best what Supporting Actress. did she actress. win for supporting? Supporting. Yeah. supporting? When was she when supporting? is she ever yeah, supporting? Say, yeah. It was for Kramer versus Kramer. Oh, oh back in the day. Wait, she was supporting actress? Isn't she one of the Kramers yeah. in that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Only one has won Best Supporting Actress. The other Kramer was the lead. That's weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. <laughs> Last one. Best Supporting Actress nominee Leslie Manville was once married to and has a child with what actor also up for an Academy Award. Leslie oh. Mann or Manville? Manville. I said Manville. From uh, <laughs> Phantom Thread. Gary Oldman or Daniel Day-Lewis? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. I'll say Gary Oldman. Yeah. Gary Day-Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> 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 nice try. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you, Tito, for today's Oscar-worthy midpoint. And thank you, Tito, for that lead-in to talking point number two, call me by your billboards. So. <laughs> call me by your billboards. Wow. Truth be told, we shoot our show Sunday afternoons. Of course, the Oscars are on Sunday night. So even though you have seen the Oscars, we have not. But that doesn't mean that we can't criticize the movies that were nominated. Um, I, and I put up, okay, so the Oscar nominee, uh, the Oscar nominees for Best Picture, Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, The Post, The Shape of Water, and Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. That's the longest. Three billboards. Um, this is a, a shot from Call Me By Your Name, which was like the big gay movie of the year. Um, no one else at this table has seen it, right? Oh, I'm actually, because, you know, it's nominated for Best Picture and people love it. Oh, and it's a gay love story. You know, it's... It's not, the, it's not the first gay love story that was nominated. Did Moonlight win last? No, no, yeah. no. But it is a it is a gay love story and it's the gay movie that's nominated this year and it's getting all this... All nominated movies are boring. It doesn't have to be the always. gay movie. Can it just be <laughs> the movie? Well, well... I kind of straight guy say this. How did you like it? I... I did not really like exactly. this movie. I didn't. Why? I, I di Is it I, set in the 80s? I, it's set in the 80s. I don't, I didn't really buy the relationship. Oh, there's there's a twist no at the end about his father that I didn't buy. I don't, <laughs> I didn't, but like why would he be attracted to Army Hammer's character? Army Hammer is supposed to be the hunk. He's not a hunk. He's actually kind of an ass. Oh, he's totally hunky. That guy? Yeah, yeah. okay. I do him. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I wouldn't kick it out of bed. Obviously, I'm wrong. <laughs> I've coughed. I just, I but like, what are there? What's the age gap in that? Uh, 24 and 17. Okay, that's Whoa. not. That's, well, that's not that bad. That's. I mean. No, but like, for a 24 year old to be into a 17 year old is a bit. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. that's only seven years. I mean, there have been movies where like the guy is 60 and the girl's yeah, 20. But, like, how twinky do so, you need to be? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. The age gap thing is a little. I mean. He's 17. Supposedly, supposedly, Army Hammer gave an interview where the age of consent in Italy in the 80s was 16. So of course, it, it wasn't an issue yeah. in the film. I don't know. I I, I found it. I found the movie slow, kind of boring. Let the hating begin. But was the love story the point nice? guys at gmail.com. <laughs> was the love story nice? It's okay. It's a first so love. So you just did not okay, like it well, at all. Watch it. So it wasn't a boat back now. Um, You're not selling it very well at all. No, I didn't. Um, uh, I know people hate me for hey, this. Hey, what else did everyone watch? 
Uh, Get Out. Yeah. Three Billboards is gonna win, in, in my opinion. That movie was the best. Oh, see, I think. Did you watch it? Yeah, I loved it. Was it good? Really? You didn't like I it? I can't stand that woman. Uh, so I never watched oh, it. Oh, she's such a okay. great, great character. Let's get into this because okay. I did not like Three Billboards. Why? I thought the Sam Rockwell character was way over the top. <laughs> like, uh, it, he was a cartoon. He wasn't real, so I didn't buy it. Okay. There's that one scene where he's You're in the- You're not buying anything. Where yeah. he's in the- yeah. What do you buy? Right? <laughs> what are you selling? Yeah. <laughs> he's in the, the, the police, and he's reading the documents, and there's a fire going on behind him. And like, so it's really light. Like, he's in the dark, he's alone, it's night. There's a fire going on behind him, so it's lighting up the room, and there's heat coming in, and he's like, oh, uh, 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 I'm just, I didn't buy it, I didn't believe it. The whole, and I'm sorry, the worst, Lord already. the worst <laughs> CGI deer I've ever seen in my life. What? There's a scene with Frances McDormand where she's in a field with the billboards, and it fake she deer? has this moment where a deer walks by, and it's so fake. Yeah. Like the it's Twilight so Baby? Fake. <laughs> I mean, no, it wasn't Bambi. It wasn't animated. It wasn't was just... it supposed to be fake, though? Like, I'm pretty sure that was supposed to be like. I don't know. Really? I, that's the way that I that I took it. Well, I don't why did know why. why did you like it? I just like the story and the conviction, and I love the the main woman's acting. Like, I just like I, yeah. She sh should uh, she should yeah. win best actress. I have no. I also liked how it's based on his true story as well, yes. right? And I, for yeah. whatever reason, that always resonates well with me. Is that, is that it actually happened on true events, and like some somebody was like that convicted about their daughter's situation, yeah. and like. I mean, the the concept of the movie is great. Yeah, and I like that. I just you just didn't like certain points and stuff uh, like that. Uh, I yeah. Like that. Did I just, you see? Have you seen Dunkirk? I have not seen Dunkirk. Okay. If you want to be stressed out during an entire movie, yeah. that's the movie you want to see. Yeah. Like always, well, like Heart Attack City. Shape of Water. How was that? See, which I loved. And if you watch sci-fi, it has been done a million times before. But it's not about the It's the, just the, another it's love journey. story between a person and a creature. And a water person. Who cares? Right? But, it's, but it's beautifully done. <laughs> it it's is. fun. I'll give it that. It's entertaining. Um, Guillermo del Toro, the director, creates a beautiful world. I do like it all moves. the water elements in the movie. It's really great, but just like I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with it. <laughs> get out. That's my pick. Get, get out. Get yeah. out. I would love. Like, yeah, but that's yeah. never gonna win. It's that never gonna win. win. But if it does, that's gonna, gonna blow gonna win? the no doors way. off of the Academy. Well, but yeah. nobody it hasn't thought, won anything else. No, um, nobody thought show. it has won um, independent movie awards. Nobody thought Moonlight would win. In fact, even Warren Beatty and hated that movie. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like that either. Um, I hated that one. I hated that movie too. Which one? Moonlight. Moonlight. So I liked boring. Moonlight. I liked Moonlight. That two I, seconds with La La Land. So I was like, okay, good, yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, I okay. was a little mad on La La Land, so I was happy that Moonlight sure. won. I like um, that. I, I hope Get Out wins. I hope Get Out wins. Yeah. I hope Three Billboards does not win, and I would be very happy if Shape of Water wins. Um, Late, did anybody see Lady Bird? Not yet. No. That's another one where have I you, just kind of went. Have you seen all of them? Uh, I've seen Call Me By Your Name, uh, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread, uh, Shape of Water, and Three Billboards. I have not seen Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Post. Our Darkest Hour is really good too, and I just love Gary Oldman. I've been meaning to watch the movie for months now, but I just. They all bore me to death. death. <laughs> well, what I think is funny is that Dunkirk and The Darkest Hour are both about the same thing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is kind of crazy, funny. Yeah. That's so stupid. Why is it stupid? Why are you <laughs> such let's, a hater? Let's just move on. Get let's out. Let's just move on. You know why? I want to watch that one. Yeah. That's you know why he wants us to move on? Because if we move on, we move on to the Bop of the Week. Hey. <laughs> oh my God, Bop of the Week is so good. It's Khalid and Normani. 
and it's called Love Lies. Okay, now what? What's, love lies what's the or difference? Love lies. But there's a Khalid and DJ Khaled, and D, but it's spelled the same way. No, it's not. It's not. How does Khalid and Khalid? Two E's, right? Khalid has an I and Khaled has an E. Like no. Yes. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. We need to look into another this. one. Sorry. Yeah. We, we gotta get. Our, <laughs> we gotta get our research department on this. Khaled, Khaled so, has an E. Uh, no? So. Um, while we have our research department, look uh, look into the Khalid. DJ Khaled has an E and Khalid has an I. I'm no, pretty they both sure. have an I. No, DJ Khaled is an E. Is it? Yeah. Is he? I mean, see, we don't. Is this no like the Bearstein, Bearstein Bears people think? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's spelled I, grew, I grew up like that. Yeah. yeah. I just finally watched a YouTube video about that. I'm like, holy shit, the whole It's the Mandela effect. Yeah, yeah. the Mandela yeah. effect, yeah. It's like Bear State. We all think it's Bill um, Steam Bears, but it's actually Bill Steam Bears. Stein, Stein, Bills. Stein? Yeah. yeah, something like that. Yeah. Because we think it, yeah. and then collectively we yeah. think it's. Yeah. So it's the same thing with DJ Khaled. Yeah. Isn't it, Tito? Just say yes. Sure. If you're watching us on YouTube, please subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel. Press the red button. Helps us greatly. Costs you nothing. Um, you can also check us out on Reverie, the world's largest LGBTQ online streaming service. Check us out there as well as all of their great uh, original content. Uh, you can also help us out by going to our crowdfunding site. That's on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash thepointguys. You can also download our audio version, the podcast, on iTunes. Check us out there. I've already given you the email address to uh, go after me for not liking Call Me By Your Name. Again, that's thepointguys at gmail.com. Of course, if uh, if your uh, fingers are too um, orange from all the, the cheese doodles, um, from all of your social media trolling... <laughs> <laughs> no, because people have already gone after me for not liking Call Me By Your Name. Um, but you can also uh, comment your hatred at me on Facebook and Twitter at the point. Comment your hatred God. at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, people like people are very possessive of their movies. Yes, I guess. And music. And music. Mm -hmm. Maybe sometimes you drop something. DJ Khalid. DJ Khalid. So, DJ Khalid? DJ Khalid? <laughs> Is it Khalid? I'm DJ gonna... Khalid, or is it Khalid and DJ Khalid? Are you done? <laughs> oh, wow. We a have a new show every Tuesday, Tuesday so we will oh, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday. On the point. <laughs> <laughs>